Hello and welcome to round 13 of the Wrestle Predict cast. We're talking Super Showdown 2020. I have to add the year because there's already been a Super Showdown in this season. It's the second Super Showdown that we've covered. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm excited too. Do you remember uh, that one? Uh, I could tell you what happened in the last one. The last Super Showdown that we covered, let's just, just get straight into a massive tangent, was when there was a 50-man battle royal, Strowman faced Lashley, and the, the main event was Gold was uh, Goldberg versus Undertaker. That was the Super Showdown, round three. Oh, God, that was awful. So, uh, I mean, luckily we don't have anything that, that could go quite as bad this time. Um, the voices you're hearing, I'm Ben, and opposite me is my co-host, friend, competitor, the Corey Graves to my Michael Cole. It's Joe, how are you? I'm good, mate, thank you. I'm good, yeah. I mean, co-host and friend goes hand in hand, because if we didn't do this, we wouldn't speak. <laughs> We can have a professional relationship. <laughs> um, so we've got a lot to talk about. We, we kind of um, ac- well, accidentally, we, we missed TakeOver. Uh, literally, I text you going, you realize TakeOver's tonight? And you were like, well, that's obviously, <laughs> that's unfortunate. Because they pulled it on a Sunday, which threw me. Because usually a TakeOver's a Saturday. So it was kind of, obviously, they're trying to pull TakeOver's in line with the rest of the pay-per-views for WWE then. Yeah, well, I think it's when they're when they're on their own. Um, so obviously, like there's one at WrestleMania that's still on the Saturday. Yeah. But I think it's when it's standalone. That's why. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. So we didn't really cover it. We didn't do predictions, but it turns out. I mean, we did predictions individually. We sent each other text message predictions, and there was only one prediction we had opposite anyway. Because, I mean, we're not going to go through all the predictions, but I mean, we both thought that um, Tommaso Ciampa was winning the main event. Yeah, we did. And obviously that's not the way it went. And we, I thought Tegan Knox was winning that, that match when you thought um, Dakota, Kai. Dakota Kai was winning it. And they were the only changes. We actually guessed everything else correctly, to be honest. Yeah, so, but we, we normally do a point for you to get all of it right. So actually it benefited us not to do that show. And, yeah. and probably the listeners as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what did you think? What did you think of, ta- of uh, TakeOver Portland? I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I really like um, I really like the NXT takeovers. Like consistently, they're the best things to watch, in my opinion. I've been talking to like, talking a bit of wrestling with Luke, who's one of our listeners, yeah. and just t- you know telling him if he's going to go back and watch anything, he should go back and watch the takeovers and the stories there, like the, the Gagano and Champa that's now come out was, was yeah. probably the best probably the best story two years ago. Um, there was a few moments. There's a, there was like one or two little things that irritated me about it, um, which were who is I, I still don't know really know who that person that came out to attack Tegan Knox was. No, nope. no idea. I'm I'm sure she's some indie darling, but I don't follow that at all. So I had no clue who it was either. Um, it was one of them ones we go in. I don't think Tegan Knox and Dakota. Well, Dakota Kai's been there a while. Tegan Knox has probably only had about four matches. So to have another random person come in to interrupt that match seemed a stretch. Yeah. Um, and then, and then the finishes in the main event. <laughs> like I do, I, like, I do love it. And like for the first like three or four, I'm proper yep. in there. Like I used to love. I used to love. I mean, this is going back a bit, but you know, like in the early 2000s, late 90s, like in the main event of WrestleMania or like some WrestleMania matches, you would. Get at least one kick out of the of, of the finishers, and that would be like the WrestleMania main event. Yep. In NXT takeovers, you get like fifteen. It was getting. I'm completely with you. 
Champa versus um, Cole. It was getting ridiculous. It was. it was getting to the point where I was thinking, "This is this is stupid." You you you're invincible as wrestlers. Then you two are the greatest wrestlers ever because you're kicking out of everything. And I'm not just talking finishes. I'm talking ridiculous bumps. I'm talking smashed against tables. I'm talking. I mean, some of the some of the things they did to each other were awful, which is understandable because from Keith Lee. Keith Lee's opening match all the way through to um, the bro- the Broserweights winning. Every match was amazing. So clearly they had to top it. But it was on for about five minutes at least too long. And the stuff they were getting to do. And then, unfortunately, the fact that the belt hit was one of the weakest you've ever seen in your life. And that's what he pinned. <laughs> was, was, was pretty poor, really. I've walked into doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it would have caused more pain than what that did. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, but I mean, ha- I mean, that is that is the sign of a jaded wrestling fan that we've watched Takeover gone. It's amazing, and then gone. Here's two things that I can't stand about it. Yeah, I mean, it was just. I mean, the 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 Balagagano match was probably the highlight for me. I think that was the one that was the best match. Just, and yeah. I love the Broserweights of 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 won the tag titles. I'm hoping, really hoping that they are going to keep those two together for a while yet. I don't want to see a WrestleMania split. Ah, uh, yeah. I- I was predicting that, the WrestleMania split. I think now I'm probably changing my mind about it. I think it's probably worked a bit better than they thought, to yeah. be honest. The, 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 the dynamic of the two of them works really well. And also, it probably gives them a chance to reset the tag division because I'm really struggling with who else is in the tag division in NXT. The Grizzled Young Veterans. Yeah. And then... Uh, yeah. The, what, are they, what are they called? The... The uh, the army guys, um, the Forgotten uh, Sons. I do know. Uh, yeah, Forgotten Sons. You've got the ones that had a win. Oh no, they got they lost, didn't they? Lost to the bro- the Broserweights. You've not talked oh. about the Undisputed Era. No. Pardon? No. no. Undisputed Era is obviously another one. No, they lost to the Broserweights on on Wednesday's on Wednesday's takeover. Uh, two randomers, and I can't remember who they are. Uh, uh, Birch and Lorcan. That's it, Birch and Lorcan. But even that, I mean. You start to mix them all up because they're all just loads of angry young men. They're not. There's no. You take the street prophets out and the Viking Raiders who have got themselves a bit of charisma or something different to them. You know, Bruiserweights are something that's different. Undisputed Era is something different. The rest of them are just loads of angry blokes who who, who you know march themselves to the ring. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, the fact that they keep doing um, Dusty Classics each year and. Nine, you know, nine times out of ten, it's going to be a tag team they've made of two single wrestlers that win it. Tells you all you need to know about the tag division. Oh, 100%. I mean, that, what's that? Three out of four now, but is that, that's the case for. I think, or is it is it three out of five? Three, three out of five, yeah, because the industry of one, haven't they? Yeah, and so did AOP. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So, but yeah, so I mean. But good, to be honest, mate, really good overall. Like, I think the only thing that tops takeovers for me is the Royal Rumble and probably WrestleMania, depending on like how intently I watch all 12 hours of it. Yeah. Maybe a SummerSlam. SummerSlam's usually got something to it. Yeah, they usually have. They usually have. I just find, I just like, they're just top to bottom quality, the NXT. And it's, it says something as well, because they didn't even have, like Roderick Strong versus Valveteen Dream wasn't on there. Yeah. And you're like, I mean, that, that, that match on Wednesday was cracking. Yeah. Valveteen Dream is my, my absolute, probably, probably my favorite wrestler at the moment. I, I really like him. I think he's just been, um, and that he didn't even get on the takeover, and you think, God, what depth! And then you watch SmackDown, you like, and they're talking about having Robert Roode in the Elimination Chamber as one of the top six members of the SmackDown roster. You're like, Jesus, 
Yeah, we'll get on to Elimination Chamber a bit later on, I think. But it is, I think there needs to be a bit of a shake-up. But I think a shake-up would really hurt NXT. NXT's just got this pure roster. But at the same time, when you've got, you look at like the women's division, for starters, in the, the what you call Raw and SmackDown, the main roster, it's completely, it's, it's, it's outweighted. It's ridiculous. You know, when, you, when the fact that we already know pretty much what the two WrestleMania women's main events are going to be, and they've had to call NXT stars up to do it. Well, there's, a, there's, a really, there's a really interesting comment on SmackDown. I appreciate you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But Lacey Evans was on them, and she was being interviewed, like the first interview since she lost to Bailey at Royal Rumble. And she was going, oh, well, um, you know, I want to get myself back in the title picture, but I appreciate that because I lost to Bailey, I'm now bottom of the line. So my eyes are set on Elimination Chamber, and there's five women I need to go through to get back to the top. Uh, it likes to be number one contender. And I was thinking, oh, does that mean they're having an elimination chamber for the women, SmackDown women as well? And I thought, maybe it doesn't. Maybe there's just five women in total on SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, she's realised that the back of the line is just five people. <laughs> yeah. What she's hoping for is a cheeky six man or six woman. And she's actually <laughs> in the top picture again. Or, or even better, she just waits six months. She knows in six months' time when they've been through the other five, it's her turn again. Yeah. yeah. That's not a bad yeah. way to go. But it is. It's. I think there's going to have to be a bit of a shake-up because there's no, There's no. There's also no harm in sending some of the women who were floundering on SmackDown and Raw down into NXT, and I think they benefit from it. Oh, and they don't even have to be floundering, mate. There's, there's a, like, there's people want, that want. Um, there's people that want changes to their lifestyle. So Finn Balor was one, wasn't he? Like he yeah. wasn't. He. I mean, he was floundering from from his level. Um, but he was happy to go. I think Samoa Joe, Cesaro, Sami Zayn, Nakamura, um, to name a few, would be would be excellent down there. Yeah. Like that, that, that's where that's where my head's at, really. Um, yeah. I, I, that's what I would do. And actually, do you know what? If you go for a longer program, it doesn't necessarily need to be like they don't necessarily need to worry about it. Like, had Charlotte have gone to NXT for three months, not 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 the end of the world. Like, and there's no judgment in Charlotte going down there because yeah. who she's facing is a worthy competitor. Yeah. You know, there's a good chance that before we get to WrestleMania, she'll be facing Bianca Belair for something. You know, that little cheeky chair shot, that the steps shot she did to Bianca Belair at the end, just before she left, at the end of TakeOver, just to kind of say, you know, you're on my radar as well. There's nothing wrong with elevating Bianca Belair enough that she faces Charlotte. No one's looking at that as Charlotte slumming it at all. You I know. want to do that elimination chamber. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a bad shout, is it? Keep Charlotte busy. Yeah. And you could even do it like if Bianca wins, she's in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Bianca Belair-Charlotte kind of story later because they've done something well with that that they've not done well with something else. But we'll get to that in a second. Ooh, um, before, I oh, know, yeah, that's, that's why people keep listening. Keep listening. <laughs> um, as we move on, though... Uh, the other thing that was announced on SmackDown was the fact that the Bella Twins are going into the Hall of Fame. Um, it's kind of controversial. Some people think it's the right move. Other people think it's a shocking move and that there are worthy women that should go in beforehand. China's one that keeps being kind of thrown out there. What do you think on, about it, about the move? <laughs> I mean... You are pulling the face of a man who just does not care. Yeah, I mean that. that I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to articulate better than those three words um, <laughs> for like for the purposes of a podcast. Um, does that tell you all you need to know about the Hall of Fame, though? Well, it tells you all you need to know about how seriously WWE has taken women until about the last ten years. That's fair. 
that's what that's what it is, mate. I mean, you got obviously got some issues around China. Um, yeah, of course you have, yeah. So, like understand that. I can't really, but then outside of that, outside of China, I mean, this might be a stupid question, but are there any women that? So, are there any women that aren't actively wrestling or aren't just retired that you would actually put in the WWE Hall of Fame ahead of the Bella Twins? That's a good question. I mean, there are people that, when people have been throwing lists out there, they've been throwing lists. I mean, I suppose Mickey James is one that people have, have yeah. talked about putting in there. Is fair. Is um, pardon? She retired. I think she's. I think I don't. I'd be surprised she's got a WWE contract. Do you know that she's married to Magnus? I did know she was married to Magnus. Yeah, to uh, what's his name now? Um, Nick. Nick Aldis. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So yeah, I did know she was married to to him. Yeah, that's not, Mickey, Mickey James not a bad show. I feel like she. Yeah. I, I, I just think as well, like the Bella Twins, not for me. Uh, in terms of if you're into wrestling, I don't think the Bella Twins are for you. Um, but they are massive, aren't they? Like with their TV shows and stuff. And I can understand why the WWE are putting them in. I just can't think of many people that, like, I can't think of many women that deserve it more. And I think the WWE has to put a woman in every year. Not, not like, and, and should. Yes. Like, I'm not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not saying, like they, sh- like, they shouldn't do that. But I do think there isn't a lot of depth to the women's roster. Who are you going to put in, like, you know? I mean, Tory Wilson's in there already, isn't she? Well, that's it. I mean, the thing is, there's so, it's, like, it's exactly like you're saying. Who's, who goes in that's not already in? That, where you don't then start going to other promotions. Because some people were saying things like Gail Kim. Yeah, but she's not a WWE wrestler and she's still active. They're not going to go putting other people's stars into their own Hall of Fame. You know, she was never particularly big in WWE, was she? No, she wasn't. Exactly. So I I understand turning the the WWE Hall of Fame because of the prestige around it into essentially a wrestling Hall of Fame. That makes sense. But not if people are actively wrestling elsewhere, you know. Kenny Omega should be a Hall of Famer. They're not going to go putting him in. There's loads of people, you know, it's it's not going to work until they need to have retired and, you know, made their name. Someone else, there's there's someone that's, um, is it Justice, Justin uh, Liger from... Um, uh, uh, Justin from the Liger. That's it, yeah. He's probably going to go in this year because he's now actively retired. So that was another that was another name that was mentioned as could could potentially go in as further down the Hall of Fame. Obviously not a, a mainstream name, but credible enough to go into the WWE Hall of Fame as a contribution to wrestling. But it makes yeah. sense because he's now retired. Yeah, but I think it's, it's very different between the men's and women's. Yes, there are some shockers in the men's as well, um, but it's very different between the men's and women's division because really, and I was, um, I, I was I was again I was talking to Luke about. Um, bra and panties matches and how the W used to treat the women and he was like that 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 he was like I was like mate this was like early two thousands this was like and he was like no nah, that that you're like taking the piss that was not a thing and I'm like mate honestly that is a hundred percent what it used to be like that's how that's how women's wrestling used to be it was like who can get the other one into a thong the quickest. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're watching, me and Kaz are watching that Ruthless, Ruthless Aggression documentary that WWE oh. have started. Okay. It's half decent. It's a bit sycophantic. They completely change history when it comes to why they've changed from WWF to WWE. They don't mention a certain wildlife company whatsoever. Apparently, it was Vincent Mann's idea all along, and he was always going to do it. But um, things like that. But they are showing like Sable and Vincent Mann and stuff like that, and what Sable's wearing, and the, the look on Kaz's face when she saw what she was wearing. And that's after the Attitude Era. That's like you know, and and you're thinking, God, you know, I I'd be embarrassed to. Sh- I couldn't watch it if that was what wrestling was like now. I couldn't watch it. I would be too embarrassed. It'd be too cringeworthy to sit, sit, you know, at, 
you know, sit with my sit with my wife there or whoever watching this thing. I think I, I couldn't get through it. I have to add it to the list of terrible things to watch on your mobile phone. <laughs> <laughs> right, moving swiftly on. Super Showdown. Just mark it. Make note of that for edit, editing that out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so Super Showdown. Um, it's again going to Saudi Arabia. It's again a bizarre card of some really really good matches, um, and then some ob- obviously that have been thrown together. But probably a card that's. Um, the strongest we've had so far, actually, of actual stories and things that build to something that feel like they've had some build to it. Do you think they've built to showdown well? Um, I think they've built okay. I think, I think, I think the. So here's my here's my theory about showdown. I think you've got some matches that you basically tagged on the end of a storyline. So like, there is no need for the Baron Corbin Roman Reigns. Nope. In a cage. So that's like the end of a storyline. Right, I think, and then I think some of the other ones are some of the other ones are quite random. So the Tariq Trophy is yeah, just got the gauntlet match. Yeah. yeah, quite a random, quite a random mixed bag. And then you've got ones that I think present as a likely repeat at the Elimination Chamber match. So I don't want to go into it, but like New Day, Miz and Morrison strikes me as one that you probably see on both pay per views. In, in in my opinion. Yeah. And then you've got the Goldberg Fiend story, which has been built in 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 ten days. Yes, but well, I think it's been built well, and we'll yeah. get to. That. I think we'll get to that later. But yeah, not yeah, not not dis- not disagreeing with you on that. But yeah, so I think it's a bit of a mixed bag. What about what do you think? Um, I think it's for for sake of storyline, it's the strongest. It doesn't feel as as the matches don't feel as random. So they've put time into making sure that Bailey is facing someone at Super Showdown. So there's been matches to work out who it's going to be. Yeah. You know, the fact they've got a woman's match on show on showdown in the first place in Saudi Arabia is great. Now it's a match that means something and there's a story behind it. I think that's that's worthwhile. New Day versus Ms. Morrison has had a build. Um, Brock Lesnar and Ricochet. All right. There's there's history there and there's story there. And if anything, you know, this is a good chance for Ricochet to be in a main event that any other pay-per-view he just wouldn't get the opportunity to. So I think there's ways around it. There has been a couple of there's been a couple of interactions between Ricochet and Brock Lesnar. Yeah. There was one before Rumble. There was one at Rumble. So there's at least enough, which is which is which is unfortunate because they immediately telegraphed who was going to fight Lesnar. Yeah. In like when they had that triple threat, but it was yeah, it was done well. It's, yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. They've, they've, at, least, at least they've not just gone like throw a, throw a dart at a board and then wherever it lands on that's the person that fights Brock Lesnar, which I have seen before. Yeah, I mean it's it's we've got a situation before where Saudi Arabia appeared and they had to throw a card together based on who was who was active at the time. It doesn't feel like this. This feels like a proper pay-per-view. The yeah. problem is Elimination Chamber is too close. So what the issue is going to be, how do you go from building to Super Showdown and then very quickly build to Elimination Chamber immediately afterwards? And I think you're right. I think we're going to get some repeats. Or they could be very clever with some of the outcomes of these matches. The, so the, the, the favorite th- My favourite thing that I've heard about Saudi Arabia is rather than it, you know, SmackDown today was the go-home show for... Um, for next week for the Super yeah. Showdown. Well, after, after Super Showdown for, for most of the wrestlers is a get-home show. <laughs> yeah, could well be, actually. Could well be. A lot of them are actually booked that, really to like wrestle that. on the Friday. Clever. Yeah, they are. Yeah, well, you know, the best SmackDown we've had in 10 years, big statement. Yeah. Questionable, but big statement, was the one where they weren't there. Yeah. Unfortunately, there is no Survivor Series to back us up, so we'll see what they can do with it, but... All right, let's get into it. You're going first. Um, oh, we're 20 minutes in, mate. <laughs> and now we're getting, yeah, getting straight to it, mate. 
It's what people tune in for. Are we um, uh, I should probably do that. I mean, it's round 13, but yeah, I should probably do that. So we go through the pay-per-view um, match by match. They're each... We predict each match. I'm doing this really badly. We go through the pay-per-view, match by match. I thought you said it's round 13, but you should know the rules by now. <laughs> I should. We go through the pay-per-view, match by match, and we make a prediction on who we think is going to win. We each have wild cards that we have to back that we picked, like, this time last year, actually. It was around this time last year. Yeah. Um, and and, and as, as you'll evidence later by your one of your wild cards, we were a little bit drunk when we did it. We were a little bit drunk when we did it. But then how, how much has that came through for me? sometimes um so for example a wild card takes place in the very first match um which is why i've put it as the first match um so we'll go from there um you're winning by six points from you or from me i got 12 points in the last pay-per-view are you second then? i'm second you're 68 i'm 61 and dave is 58 and the audience is 49 seven, seven points ahead then Seven points ahead, yeah, if you like, yeah, whatever. So, uh, seven points ahead, you're ahead by seven points. So, unfortunately, we've got far too many wild cards here, but it, it's three, we got three pay per views because it is, isn't it? It's this one, um, Elimination Chamber, and then it's Mania. Yeah, and Mania is going to be about 15 points in itself, exactly. isn't it? Exactly, yeah, Mania is ridiculous. Yeah, so, we it could all come down to it. And a couple of other little things, won't we? Exactly. So, uh, so let's get started. Seth Rollins and Murphy. He's lost the buddy. He's not allowed to be called Buddy Murphy anymore. Seth Rollins and Murphy versus the Street Profits. You chose Seth Rollins as one of your wild cards back in the back in the day. That was a good call, I feel. So you have to have Seth Rollins. It's not bad, actually, is it? I do need. I feel like before WrestleMania, before the big one, WrestleMania, I think you should do some like some little statistics on how how our wild cards are played for us out of like you know. Out of 12 matches, Seth's got me eight or whatever. Yeah, I could do that. That would be really easy to do, actually. Interesting to look at as well. Yeah, I'm, I would do that. You've moaned about wild cards every time. And I'd be interested to see what the reality of the situation is. With, with, we've, having had a, having, with, you had one wild card wrestler who's remained champion the full year. Have <laughs> 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I have. Becky Lynch has remained champion the whole year. Raw Championship uh, last WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, World Cards are screwing me over again. I've got Roman Reigns in a full year champion. Brilliant. Yeah, but Roman, yeah, Roman Reigns, who's who never wins, who never he just keeps losing, Boys. and then disappeared for three months. But we won't talk about that, right? So, um, Seth Rollins and Murphy versus the Street Profits. You've got to go, Seth Rollins. You can't be unhappy with that. I'm not sure. I'm not 100. percent I'm, 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 I would if I was if I was a betting man, I would go Seth Rollins and Murphy. But I'm not. I'm not 100 percent on that. Why not? I think that I think there's an opportunity to take it away from Rollins and Murphy. I don't really see what the point of them having it is. I'm with you on that. I think it was. I think they need to get it off the Viking Raiders, and it helped with the story. I mean, I am bored of the Seth Rollins, Murphy, Kevin Owens, Viking Raiders, AOP story. They need to separate themselves now. The yeah. fact that they keep. The say it's essentially the same match every Raw main event for the last three or four weeks is is driving me. It's just dull. I, I just don't want to see it anymore. Um, it, it, but, has been, it has been the same for the last few weeks. You, you're just like, what? Why are you still showing me this? That they're, they're like, oh, we were, we're now I've added an extra person. I'm like, well, it's the same match. Like, I, I couldn't have told you what the I couldn't have told you if it was four on four, three on three, four on three elimination last week. Like it's been the same for four weeks now. Like yep. it's dull. Well, last week they took a man away. So last week it was just 
Seth Rollins didn't wrestle and Samoa Joe didn't wrestle. So it's the same match again, but it was Viking Raiders and Kevin Owens versus AOP and Murphy. Okay, so what you've done is you've taken a better match and you've made it worse by removing decent wrestlers. Why heard, is that your main event? Have you heard why Samoa Joe's out at the moment? No. Apparently he got in, he's injured again. He got a concussion, apparently, or some injury. And he got it from, film, from a table spot he took when filming a commercial. That's you, not good. You've had a shocker there, my friend. You absolutely have. Though not, not, not if he can get himself back on the commentary table, because he's been the best commentator on Raw for a long time. To be fair, you'd rather re- I reckon you'd rather comment out on WrestleMania than you would be in that Battle Royal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's, there's something fair to that. Um, I am going, I would easily, if I could, have gone Seth Rollins and Murphy, but obviously I've got to go Street Profits. I just don't see why you give it to the Street Profits yet. I feel a bit bad that Street Profits are a little bit of a, um, a bit martyred out here. They're yeah. not jobbers, but it's, it's a bit of a weak match. You could have just had the Viking Raiders rematch, and that would have served the same purpose. I don't know why they didn't do that. Which makes me wonder if Street Profits are getting it. There yeah. Now you say that. There's something in my head that, they might, that she might do. I think Rollins and... It's whether Rollins and Murphy are going to keep the titles to WrestleMania. Do you think they will? Well, it's one of those. I don't, I don't really see why they've got the titles at the moment. I don't think that adds a lot to it. I have got this interesting theory that um, perhaps... Um, the reason why Seth Buddy or Murphy Murphy, Murphy yeah. and the two um, AOP members are still together is because I think they could have an absolutely brilliant feud with an upcoming Undisputed Era. And I think it's time for Undisputed Era to move up. Yeah. So that would be a great way of doing it. That's a great, that's a great, it's a great prediction. The only thing that, the only thing that puts a slight dampener on that is the fact that Cole's still got the belt. If yeah. Champ had got the belt, there's absolutely no reason why Undisputed Era needs to stay there. And also, they're in a big feud with uh, Velveteen Dream now as well. Yeah, but we still got, you got to remember, we still got three months of NXT TV, two months, two months of NXT TV to, to, get, to get, you know, the belt off Cole for a start. Because I'm assuming, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know where it's going. I don't, I don't want to go back to NXT, to NXT like theories, but I prefer the idea of Undisputed Era coming up to face, you know, the Monday Night Messiah and his disciples. Then um, you can call them MRSA, mate. I've worked it out. <laughs> MRSA? Yeah. Murphy, Rachel, Seth and Aiken. <laughs> you, heard, you heard that here first. MRSA. That's what we're going to refer to from now on. MRSA versus the Undisputed Era. Love All it. over the place and not very pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to kill. Right, okay. So, um, you go and Seth Rollins and Murphy... Um, I'm going Street Profits, and then we'll see if that prediction plays out. We'll, we'll probably know by the time we do... No, probably not by the time we do Elimination Chamber, actually, because it's only a week away. Two weeks away. What do you mean? We, we, will, we will know. We, we'll, yeah, we will know, won't we? Well, well, I mean about the Undisputed Era. You reckon we'll oh, know sorry, by the time we get to the Elimination so, Chamber? We'll know this one. Yeah. I thought I was going to make... We'll know, we'll know who, <laughs> we'll know who would, we'll know won this match by then, mate, yeah. Yeah, so... On the basis that the Set the Street Profits win and then face whoever, I'm going to pick whoever. Right. right then, we'll go for the second match. The New Day versus The Miz and Morrison uh, for the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Um, they've built this one fairly well, actually, and I think it's a decent matchup for Miz and Morrison kind of getting back together again. Uh, that is also the reason I think Miz and Morrison are winning the titles here. Yeah, me too. I don't know why you would have 
Miz and Morrison lose their first proper defense together, and New Day don't need the titles. Do you mean, do you mean, do you mean the first match together? First proper match together? Yeah, that's what I meant. But like, yeah, first, first, first. Are they? They're yeah, first proper match together is what I mean. They're not. They're, they're not. They're, New Day are the title holders, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mean defense, but I mean like their first proper competitive match. Have Miz and Morrison actually tagged together? They must have tagged together by by. Yeah, didn't they fight um, Brian and Reigns? Reigns, yeah, in a really bizarre match. Yeah. SmackDown's not good, mate. It's not. It's, it's struggling. It's really struggling. Considering Raw's actually okay. I really I really would, like, of all the things I'm watching at the moment, SmackDown is the one I would let go, which is ridiculous. We, we, say, this every, we say this every time. Yeah. They need, what they need to do, we talked about it earlier, they, they need to do a shake-up, but they don't need to do a... They need to do like they need to do like a proper draft, you know. Like we'll take these three, give you these, or like then you haven't got any authority figures to do that on their behalf. Maybe you could do it what they did before, like Fox negotiates with USA about swapping these four SmackDown and two hundred five people for these four NXT and Raw people or whatever. I don't know how that do. It. I don't know how that would work in practice. Just to go down a little side route, you got time, sure. Just to go down a little side route. I was watching that ruthless aggression. Um, documentary, and they were talking about the fact that after The Rock and Austin left, they needed someone to step up and be the new star. And obviously, as we know, John Cena became the person who stepped up and they put the, the WWE on his shoulders. And that's when Kaz turned to me and went, who's it now then? And I was like, there, there isn't an equivalent. There isn't, there's obviously someone who is the top of the top of the mountain who you'd argue, and it's tenuous, is Roman Reigns. I was, I was thinking Roman Reigns. I but he's, in, he's nowhere near the John Cena, Rock, Austin levels of, of like, the companies on his shoulders. There's no way it's, it's like that, is it? Well, I think for me, it was the Shield. It was the Shield. It was the three of the Shield. Yeah. The package were, were those three, weren't they, really? You've also got, yeah, I agree. You've also but you've got a different, you've got a different, you've got a different caliber of wrestler now, but you haven't got the personalities that you used to have. No. Sure. So, if you think about like AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan and The Shield, like there probably isn't as good a set of wrestlers in the Attitude Era as those five. No, absolutely not. I, I would completely go. They will out wrestle. They will put on better matches than you'd find in the Attitude Era. But then, if you think about like The Rock, Triple H, Mick Foley, and Undertaker and Stone Cold as the five in the Attitude Era, you're like, well, that is a just a different class of yeah. different class of wrestler. Like so. So, you know, but I mean, we're talking about just completely different eras when wrestling was absolutely mainstream at that time. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. That's the other thing I said is is they 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 kind of surpassed just wrestling fandom. So people on the street knew who they were. You know, most people knew who The Rock was. Most people knew who Stone Cold Steve Austin was when they were wrestlers, you know, after, you know not, not when they became actors. Now, most people don't know who the wrestlers are in WWE at all. No. It's just not doesn't have the popularity, so maybe they just don't need that star. But that kind of goes back to what you were saying about needing the shake-up. SmackDown have Roman Reigns, but we're going to have this elimination chamber, and the people they're putting in the elimination chamber, if Bobby Roode is one of those people, which I think he's going to be, that's a problem. If your top six stars, and one of them is Bobby Roode, I think Nakamura's getting in there as well. It's like, well, they're not the celebrities. They're not the the caliber you want for this so you know smackdown are in trouble considering they're the a show but it's why annoying well it's why there's such a reliance on brock lesnar to come back and ronda rousey because they're the they're the two people that have transcended the sport the best yeah. like that's 
that's the reality of the situation. You're paying Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar how many, however many millions of pounds to do the odd match because as soon as you put their name on the, you know, the, the billboard, well, that's a bit of a, you know, antiquated phrase. That that's that makes a real difference. Anyway, that that was a nice tangent, mate. And it's really telling as well, just to just to finish this off. But it's really telling as well that they are advertising heavily that John Cena's back on SmackDown next week. Yeah. Because they know there's the numbers they're going to pull in ratings. Is, oh, yeah. is going to be huge. And he's not a full-time wrestler anymore. You know, they're relying on those names. And it just tells you the problem that, you know, WWE have got at the moment. But, I'd argue he's not even... I would, I would argue he's not a massive actor. You could easily have not seen any of his films. I mean, he's... No, don't get me wrong. He's, yeah. done, he's done well. Like, I'm not... I'm not. It's not calling him out. But he's not like... He's not The Rock, is he? Or he's not... Yeah. You know. No, I go with that. I go with that. Absolutely. He's not, he's not the name yet, is he? Really? So... I feel like you've got an easy overlap here between your two podcasts, mate. Top five film star and a wrestler. Uh, yeah, we probably could do. We will. I'll, I'll add that to the list. You keep offering these lists more than Dave does. Right then, um, we'll go to the next match. It's a gauntlet match. It's the random. It's the random many men match that they have to have in Saudi Arabia. This time, only six. I, was AJ... just, I got fifty cent in my head then, and I thought. <laughs> I've never seen the next line on that. There's a ref, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AJ Styles, Andrade, Bobby Lashley, Rusev, Eric Rowan, why not, and R-Truth in a six-man gauntlet match. Is it I six-man or is it going to be added? Do you think we're getting added to? They'd have to be added on Monday. Do they? Well, you reckon Mansoor's rocking up? Well, I just there is a question in my mind about it. Like, because... They don't necessarily need to, because I don't. I don't know that they've said six man gauntlet. I think they've just said gauntlet. Yeah, I think I, I, that's there's something in that. They're absolutely yeah. I think I've said six man gauntlet. Yeah, I go with that. Okay. There's just a case for me going. So you're going to put in like because, you know, heaven forbid this actually happened. Please don't do this. But could the Undertaker be the last one out on the gauntlet, and then take out AJ Styles, which sets them up in a feud for WrestleMania or? Some bollocks like that, or does Mansoor come out and beat up a heavily injured whoever face? It's got to be AJ. It's, it's got to be AJ Styles, or yeah, it's got to be AJ Styles, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I, I, I think the Undertaker. It's weird. Mansoor's got to be facing somebody, but if you're if you're Saudi Arabian and you're watching WWE week to week, which I assume they can do now, right? They must notice that Mansoor's on no programming, <laughs> except when they're in Saudi Arabia. He gets such a pop. Like I, <laughs> I do like I do like it. I, I'm at, I've got I've got time for it. Uh, no 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 issues like with it. No, it's, it's it makes of, sense. It does make sense. Like you know, and like, if if Mansoor being on your screen is the one is the is the thing you're most offended by with this pay per view, then like fair play, <laughs> like. Some of a, some of a quite serious sort of geopolitical questions that you might want to. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to watch the news. You might want to watch the news. Yeah, you might want to yeah. get off the, the Mansoor Wikipedia page. <laughs> but I mean, it would just be nice. I mean, I've got no problem with Mansoor coming in. I got no problem. Mansoor comes in and wins this gauntlet match. Fair play to him. It would be nice if Mansoor did win these like battle royals, beat Cesaro, did all this stuff. And then maybe got a little bit of TV time in England, in, in America. A little bit of... I mean, I, I don't want to throw a fight. I've seen him on NXT, I'm sure. He has been on NXT, but maybe absolutely. once since... 
I don't think it was since, or it might have been a triple threat. He lost. He didn't win the triple threat. He lost on NXT since he's been in Saudi. Since on, uh, he's been on a Saudi Arabia show. He really, do, he really does need that home field advantage, doesn't he? <laughs> I mean, fair play to you to walk out to a stadium, people loving you and screaming your name. I think that would help me win matches. And mate, also fair play to his promo at the last one. I mean, admittedly, he has done nothing but practice that for six months. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You'd you'd have to knock it out of the park knowing that it's your only shot to be on. But yeah. he's obviously not doing but enough. They're, to not, they're not going to be like, oh, um, I know we said you were going to beat Cesaro and that was going to be it, but we've decided like in the last half an hour that you're actually going to have to do a promo to the Saudi Arabian fans. Uh, we ha- sorry, we just we should have thought about that beforehand. Like they, like they would have gone like, like he'll have had that in his locker. Yeah, ready. Like, even before they told him he was doing that, it's like I've actually one step ahead of you. I've written that. <laughs> I like, get... I like the idea. I like the idea he asked. I, you know, I'm beating Cesaro. Love it. Great. Brilliant. Could I speak to the crowd for like five, you know, three, four minutes after the match? Yeah, knock yourself out, Mansoor. Go for it, mate. Why not? <laughs> I, I like the idea they didn't even read it. Yeah, do it. Whatever. Go out. We've only had we've only had it like we've only had someone speaking to the crowd, I think two or three times in Saudi Arabia. The first one was definitely John Cena, the first show, where it was like, Thanks for coming out, like, you know. We're breaking boundaries and all that bollocks. The second was Triple H. The third was Mansoor. Oh, we've had Hogan as well. Oh, Hogan as well. Right. Hogan came out and did it. Quite, quite a mixed bag. <laughs> so, I think we've got if we've got the six people in this match. Styles, Andrade, Lashley, Rusev, Rowan, R-Truth. Obviously, Styles is calling out Undertaker. Like, that's what he's doing at the moment. So, his promo on Monday was talking about he's the best wrestler in any era. He wants to know who's next. You know, aside from Goldberg, it's Undertaker. Well, well I did think, could it be Goldberg? Because he didn't, he didn't name Goldberg either. No, and he didn't name Goldberg either. There was a question for me about going, is, he, is, that an, like, is, is who's next too much of an obvious Easter egg for me to pick up on and go, so it's Goldberg then? But who's next is also, it was, that was also the Undertaker WrestleMania thing though, wasn't it? That links with that, doesn't it? Who's who's next in the streak, or not really? Am I reading too much into that? Am I making a story up? I, you may not be. I don't remember that. I remember. I don't, I don't know. It just for me, it screamed. Who's next is definitely Goldberg. Oh, it's definitely Goldberg. It's he's got it's Goldberg's thing. But I, when I heard I'm the best wrestler in any era, yeah, I immediately that, thought Baker. That, that's pushing. That's pushing on Undertaker's buttons, isn't it? Yeah, I think well, I think that's what's happening. I think AJ Styles could take anyone to a decent match. He also called himself. Here's another one though, because the other one, because he also called himself, or he was called Mr. WrestleMania, which is obviously Shawn Michaels. Yeah. So maybe over the next, it, this would be great. But over the next couple of months, he teases a match with one of those three, and you never know who it's going to be. I'd take that. I'd yeah. take not knowing who it is until the moment someone comes out on on WrestleMania night. Yeah, but do you know what I really, really worry about when I hear that is, who was it that fought? Was it the Revival that fought the New Day? Or was it the New Day where out at the end of the match, they were like, we're the best. Oh, it was, oh, what was it? Oh, it was um, the League of Nations. It was the League of Nations. Oh, mate, what a great, what a great recap that was. <laughs> oh, mate. Who, right, there you go. Some money on the line here, mate. Three pounds for you, if you can name all four members of the League of Nations. I'll knock it out of the park right now. You've got uh, Bad News Barrett, 
you've got Cesaro, you've got um, Rusev, and you've got uh, Umberto Carrillo. Not Umberto Carrillo. Um, not Umberto Carrillo. Uh, of course not Umberto Carrillo. That's now. You've got... I can't remember his name. You've got... Um, <laughs> from friggin' Mexico. Um, married Page. What's his name? <laughs> Oh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. So who are you having? You're having you're having Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett was definitely one of the League of Nations. Who was the next one? You said Rusev. Rusev definitely. I don't think Cesar was actually. I think it was um Seamus. Right, so and you've... then and then um Anyway, moving on. Del Rio, Del Rio. Ah, uh, too late, mate. Del Rio. <laughs> too late the, the bell rang, mate, unfortunately. <laughs> my, my pocket changes, so <laughs> I mean that was a shocking that yeah, was well, a so, shocking so... stable, but Back, back, back to the point. Yeah, they came out and were like, "We are the best, t- like we're the best three or four wrestlers that have ever lived." I can't remember what the what they were saying. And then out came Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels, and yeah. Mick Foley. Foley, and it was that. And I just desperately hope that's not what happens with AJ. So they danced with the New Day, and then they did all the finishes to each New Day member. Yeah, and that was the yeah. WrestleMania moment. But, I mean, you could have a WrestleMania moment where Styles comes out and then gets taken out by The Undertaker. Or Goldberg, followed by The Undertaker. Oh, the club. Followed by... Yeah, 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 that's true. So yeah. All three of them, and then yeah. Undertaker takes them out, Goldberg takes them out, Shawn Michaels takes them out, and that's what he's teasing for the next two months. I'd rather see a match, though. I'd rather see Styles versus Taker. Why can't you have, why can't you have three on three? So that, 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 would hide some, that would hide some challenges. And would be brilliant. Would there's it? no way Gold, there's no way Goldberg and Undertaker are working together again ever. I'd love, I'd love that. <laughs> what a Goldberg, Shawn Michaels, and Undertaker fighting the club. How does that, how does that not? How does that not main event WrestleMania? How's that not straight to your main event? I am all over that. And do you know what? Put that on in Saldo. I'll watch it. That, <laughs> that is, I'm, all, I'm all over that. What a tag team. That would take it would take like 15 minutes to get him in the ring. <laughs> And not just because the entrances, just because of the Zimmer frames for a start. Mm. That's a bit harsh. Um, I, I hope we, I'm at that job. This, we're, like three, job we're three matches in. We need to get back to this. AJ Styles, Andrade, Bobby Lashley. I love that you're desperately pulling this back into like actual predictions. And, Rusev, uh, Eric Rowan and R-Truth. Right, do we find out what happens to Eric Rowan's, what's in Eric Rowan's cage? How did he lose to Alistair Black this week? And they didn't even mention the cage. Because he wasn't on TV for like three weeks. They were like, oh, yeah, we forgot about you. Okay, just go and job out to Alistair Black. Um, so AJ Styles is winning that much. Yeah, you've got to have AJ Styles anyway, but he's who I would have picked. I'm going as a random shout because I genuinely don't think anyone else but AJ Styles is winning this. I'm going Bobby Lashley. And the reason I'm going Bobby Lashley is as an outside punt, an outside punt, it could, with a two-week build, set up him versus Lesnar at Elimination Chamber. Okay. Just as an outside bet, I think out the rest. I don't think Andrade is going to be given anything, considering he's just failed a wellness violation. Rusev, they don't he's, care he's about. Currently, the US title holder. Adam. He is currently the US title holder. Andrade. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I still don't think they're going to give him anything. Yeah, he won't be given any more. No, <laughs> that's fair. Um, Rusev, Rowan, Arch- I mean, none of those are getting it, are they? Artruth's not getting it. What's Artruth doing? So. Um, <laughs> What's <laughs> how is he in the same league as these guys? But I love like, him. you're kidding. Like he's over. He's fifty, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, he my, must be. my childhood hero, John Cena, mate, cracks me up every time. I oh, love. 
Oh, he's he's hilarious. His whole interaction where he was calling out calling out um, Paul Heyman to go into the Rumble, and then withdrew himself once he found out Paul Heyman wasn't in the Rumble. Just brilliant. It's it's so stupid, but it's brilliant. I mean, the longevity of the guy. The guy knows how to keep himself on TV. Yeah. I, but, I, when he ran out, when he ran out to the in the Royal Rumble with the ladder and set it up, and then climbed the ladder, and then was like, "Where's the?" Where's the... <laughs> It's amazing. It is amazing. I've, I've, I've got all the time of the world for him. But, I mean, AJ Styles, Andrade, Bobby Lashley, Rusev, Eric. I mean, Eric Rowan shouldn't be in there. It's making up the numbers. But, well, there we go. So, you've got AJ Styles. I'm going Bobby Lashley. Right. Moving on. Bailey versus Naomi. Bailey. Bailey. Do we have to go any further than that? Only because I think Bailey will lose it at WrestleMania against whoever. Don't care. I think that the rumour is legitimately it's Naomi. Okay, that could work. So maybe they give it to Naomi now, but I don't see the point. I think you have Bailey, Bailey win it here. I think it's going to be a match that lasts no longer than five minutes, and it is just another feather in the cap for for WWE getting a women's match on the card. Yeah, I don't think they'll take the mick too much. I don't think they're going to do anything too big. It just is what it is. Right, we're moving swiftly on. Roman Reigns versus. Smash through that one, didn't we? <laughs> I'm not going to talk about Bailey again. I don't think she's a good champion. and It needs to be offered, but I can't see it happening. Pardon? She's boring. Yeah. Give it she's some good... Yeah. And she's injured. So whether she'll be back for WrestleMania or not, I don't know. But I mean, yeah, I, I, let's just move it on. Roman Reigns versus King Corbin in a steel cage in the match that nobody needs to see. I've got to have Roman Reigns because he's my wild card. You've so you've got to have King Corbin. You can't be happy about that. No, I'm not. Roman Reigns is winning this. This has to be the start of the, like, Roman Reigns wins every match now until WrestleMania. Has, has to be, isn't it? Has to be. Has to be. Okay. I think we move on from that, too, because we talked about Roman Reigns and King Corbin far too much. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I don't care. But I, I've just lost the, I've lost, the, I've lost the will to live on it. This, this is a classic match where if it was... If this pay-per-view wasn't there, that feud would have stopped at the last one and no one would have been like clamouring for more. And it's only because it's this super showdown that they're like, we'll just bang that in. We'll yeah. sit that in. We'll pretend like we've got a long longevity of storyline when actually no one gives a shit. Yeah, I think you're, you're, you're absolutely bang on. Particularly because we know what's going to happen at Elimination Chamber. Yeah, oh yeah. So, so Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet. I was praying AJ Styles won that triple threat. Praying that he won the triple threat. And I knew it was going to be Ricochet. And I knew that I was going to have to back Ricochet in Saudi Arabia against Brock Lesnar. Was he even in this? Was, was AJ Styles even in the triple threat? I thought it yeah, was Seth Rollins, Bob, Bobby Lashley and Ricochet. Okay, yeah. I was praying Seth Rollins was going to win that triple threat. I was going to say, that was, that's an uphill prayer. <laughs> no, right, it was Seth Rollins. Okay, I was praying Seth Rollins was going to win it. I thought he was going to win it, to be fair. I thought it was going to be Brock Lesnar versus Seth. But now he's got the now he's got the tag belts on him. He's 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 unfortunately going to get put in these fluffy feuds. Seth Rollins at no point this year should have been should be fighting the Seth, the Street Profits. Considering, and I was going to come back to this at the end, but we'll, we, we we and you predicted the re, the main events of WrestleMania right back in round one. Yeah, and you said, and it, and I was I was annoyed because it was what I was going to say that the main event for WrestleMania for you was going to be Reigns versus Rollins. And I thought that was a shoo-in. Oh, sorry, mate. Did you mean this WrestleMania? I was talking about about next year. Next year, mate. I had to have Lesnar versus Rollins because I didn't want the same as you. I mean, no one predicted it was going to be 
Well, very imaginative, were we? That was literally the main event WrestleMania last year. I had nothing else. I didn't know where else it was going to go. No one predicted The Fiend was going to be the, the single best yeah, thing yeah. in WWE for, for 12 months. God, you wouldn't have put The Fiend and Drew McIntyre in your main event, would you? Like, you'd, like If anyone's called that, fair play. Imagine if I turned around to you and said the main event's going to be Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. You'd have gone, why are we doing a podcast together? That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've thought that before anyway. But like that. <laughs> Hey, I pulled Drew McIntyre for for the Royal Rumble win, and it and it came through. Yeah, are you going to do just to catch up? You are you are going to do six points for the Elimination Chamber win as well, are you? <laughs> to do your wild card, did you? Um, <clears throat> no, no, I'm going to play it fair. I've got to have Roman Reigns for the Elimination Chamber. Um, so coming back to this, Ricochet <laughs> versus Brock Lesnar. Is there any way in in is there any chance Ricochet is coming away with the Universal Championship here, mate? Um, I'm going to say no, because I, no, there isn't, <laughs> there isn't, I mean, he's going to get thrown around, I think it'll be quite, a, I think it'll be, it won't be a good match, it'll be, there'll be some interesting manoeuvres in it, yeah. just because of how much you can throw Ricochet around, and he literally will Ricochet, um, and like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm not really that bothered. Like Brock Lesnar in this kind of a match is, is just a spectacle. Yes, it is. Um, it, I, it, I mean, even if Drew McIntyre does something, which I don't think he will, no. he's not going to cost Lesnar the title. Like it, they've, they've, they've telegraphed it so much that it's Lesnar McIntyre. It's, I mean, if, of all the wrestling bets, and I'm, and I'm you know, immediately getting regret getting into this conversation, but surely not. Surely this has got to be as safe as elders. Well, this is where I was talking. This is what I said earlier about the fact that everyone believed or everyone knew pretty much that it was going to be Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte in the main event of WrestleMania, right? For the women, okay? In one of the main events, one of the four main events. But <laughs> they... For an event then. Pardon? An event. An event of WrestleMania. But they played the Bianca Belair story so well that if Bianca Belair had beat Rhea Ripley... That seemed a plausible match, Charlotte versus Bianca Belair. That whole three between them interacted so well that you actually had a little bit of doubt that Rhea Ripley might have lost at TakeOver. Now, we all pretty much knew she wasn't going to, but if they then announced that Bianca Belair is going to be part of the triple threat for Charlotte, let's say, and Rhea Ripley, that's not a surprise. No one, Drew McIntyre has just completely ignored the fact that Brock Lesnar's got a face ricochet. Yeah, oh. WWE have completely ignored it. So everyone's looking at it going, well, Ricochet doesn't stand a chance because Brock Lesnar's still talking. Like Paul Heyman came out and he didn't say if Brock Lesnar beats Ricochet or once Brock Lesnar's beat Ricochet. He completely ignored that when he did a promo with Drew on Monday. Yeah, but don't you think that's fair though? Because like, even if he did acknowledge it, you're like, well, that isn't that 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 just isn't going to happen. That is an ex. That is a that is a that is a pre-tournament friendly. It, no, it is a where you're, where you're it's a warmer match, yeah. You're basically it's like England going to the Euros and playing against like you know some joke team that's not in the tournament. Let's call them Wales. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Welsh fans. That's that's for you. No, no, but no, but you know what I mean. Like it's 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 Rob Lesnar is going to beat like Brothers is going to beat him up and showcase. He is. He is. He's going to just... make him look like a legitimate badass, ready for WrestleMania. He won't it's be just... at, he won't be at Elimination Chamber, in my opinion. We always, you don't think Brock Lesnar will be at Elimination Chamber. I, I was just having an outside bet with the Bobby Lashley. I don't see any reason for Lesnar to be there. You don't need that main event. You've got to build up Lesnar storylines to make them effective, and then they're not going to. 
um, build up a storyline for Lesnar in the next nine days or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, the thing with me is you always get this around WrestleMania time. You always get this chance where the champions have got to defend their belts, even though you know what the event's going to be, even though you know what the match is going to be at Mania. So all of these pay-per-views become pointless. These Elimination Chamber, it's for a number one contender. The problem is we already know who the number one contenders are going to be. Well, so well, even that's... Well, we're, 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 we're assuming. Are we? Is there anyone else on SmackDown that could face The Fiend aside from Roman Reigns? Is there anyone else that's going to be in there? I mean, I think they've announced it's... I could, think, or, I could or should a bit different, I think. There definitely are that could. Like, you could still have, you could have The Miz again, you could have Brian again, you could have... Could have King Corbin, who's had a not a bad year, but for Mania, for the Fiend, yeah, but you like you won't. I, mean, I agree, you won't. You could, but you won't. I mean, you could have mate, go crazy, Kevin Kingston, who I don't think he's announced for. It. He's not even in the six. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's what I mean. It's it's, it's crazy that they've they've, well, and then the, on the other side, in there, but we don't need Kevin Kingston there. Because <laughs> I think well, I think it's because the probably people would clamour for Kevin Kingston to get a rematch against. Yeah. Well, for the top, like to get another chance at the title, not a rematch, but and I think they don't want to, they don't want to stoke that fire. They don't want to highlight how shit they treated him. And the other side as well, the fact that you've got them doing an elimination chamber match for Becky Lynch's title, and we already know it's going to be um, Shayna Baszler. So she, we know she's in the elimination chamber match. She's she's announced that 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 results sorted then. So almost both elimination chamber matches, we know the the results for. I this is the problem with WrestleMania season. I think they've got an opportunity with Shayna Baszler to do a really interesting Elimination Chamber where she just basically, you know, starts, she starts, fights the first person, chokes around, whatever it is, Karakina clutch. Yeah. Chokes around and then chokes out all five. I think she could choke out all five. You maybe get Oscar out last and she's the first person that gives her any competition, but I think Shayna Baszler should absolutely choke out every single one of them. Yeah. And, and build and, her to the moon. And then she looks mint going into. Get get rid of the vampire gimmick that we started for no for. A, for some <laughs> so weird, so weird. It was quite cool though. I'll give that. There was something different. It was, it was very cool. It was something different. It was it was weird. I mean, they're, they're, the writing on the on that has gone a bit weird. As in, like so. And then, but Becky Lynch also came out with like a bag of a brown bag full of money, and like, then said, "I'm going to damage Baszler so bad that I'm going to get fined for it." Yeah, but Baszler hasn't been fined for biting you. So what are you going to do that she gets fined for? I thought the visual was cool. It was done it was very well. It made yeah. Becky look brilliant. I agree. It probably, I was thinking as well, like if you if your target audience now is a lot of kids, like his main, a lot of kids. Yeah. It's not a great visual, is it? Like, like it was good for us. I think, you know, like, if I was a kid in the audience and I'd seen that, that could, you'd, be, you'd be horrified. Well, someone, because um, Shayna Baszler said to Becky, pardon? Do not do this at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shayna Baszler actually said to Becky on Monday, um, I'm going to beat the shit out of you or something like that. And someone tweeted Shayna Baszler saying, could you not use language like that? My kids watch this show. How dare you? And Shayna Baszler said she replied with, well, tell your kid, don't use language like Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler should not be a role model. I don't care about your kids. <laughs> it was just like, all right, fair enough, fair enough, Shayna. <laughs> so but but there is something in what you're saying i mean it's 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 a weird i mean there were headshots at nxt takeover there were headshots yeah, with, with i and i hadn't seen that for a while now so it's blurring the lines of of what they're 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 finding acceptable yeah so 
All right, we'll go to the main event. The Fiend versus Goldberg. Now, to be fair, did not see this coming. Did not see Goldberg facing the Fiend at Saudi Arabia. Yeah, because we've had no build until <laughs> nine days ago. Um, but it's going to be interesting. I don't know if it's going to be good. It's going to be interesting. It's a bit of a worry. It's a bit of a worry, isn't it? Is there any part of you that's... Okay, so what's your prediction, first of all? Now, I think the Fiend's winning this. Yeah, I think he I has do. to win this. I do, so. I would actually think that a build, a story, and a match would be better between Roman Reigns and Goldberg at WrestleMania. Oh. If Goldberg won this, Roman Reigns versus Goldberg is way better than anything they're going to manage to do with Roman Reigns versus The Fiend. Um. No, I'm spear, not sure. spear versus Spear doesn't have to be a big long match you can actually have Goldberg do some stuff I mean I just don't I I, I think the Fiend's going to win it I think there's no way he's not winning this it's clearly going to be the Fiend versus Roman Reigns headline in Wrestlemania see so I, I think the opposite of what you think so I think the prospect of a Roman Reigns versus Goldberg match is not exciting for me but I can see that I can see a way that he beats the Fiend it's just a problem because Goldberg is like Spear Jackhammer, very yeah. destructive, doesn't do a lot of moves. So he, they either make Goldberg look quite weak to lose to the Fiend. Like, yeah, not, no, you're right, you're right. Or they take the title off the Fiend, which basically is saying to him, thanks, but we won't be using you again. Because if the Fiend's losing to Goldberg on this show, it's basically, it's basically saying to the Fiend, like, like you, they're killing the fiend. They're killing the fiend. Doing if he loses to Goldberg, they are. They are. There is there is a big problem with the fiend though. Is that by facing him against Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns goes into that match the heel, whether he likes it or not. He's not going to be the heel. They're not going to play the story as him being the heel. But there is no way people are cheering Roman Reigns against the fiend when the fiend's the most interesting, best character that WWE have had in at least the last what five years, at least I'd say. And, sorry, since Bray Wyatt was the the best he's ever been the first time. I'm just thinking around this. I'm thinking the last was it the, was it, was the, it wasn't last time the time before last that we saw Goldberg in a WWE ring and knocked himself out before the match against the Undertaker. Yeah, he did. And then we we're going to say cheers for that. Fight Goldberg in a no in like a two minute squash, and then oh, come back 18 months later and here's the title again. Like surely not, surely not. I can't. I, I, I really hope they don't do that. I really hope. I really. Do you know what I think they should do? And, and if I was Goldberg, I'd be like, fair enough. Is they should squash Goldberg with the fiend. Yeah. The, the fiend. The Goldberg should go for the spear. The fiend just ba- it bounces off. It bounces off the fiend, or the fiend like he bounces, and the fiend just gets straight back up again. And then it's like, and then it's like, oh my god, how good is the fiend? And then he, and then they set up Roman Reigns as this un, unstoppable force meets the, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, kind of like just make it, make it that. That's the story. Don't use pay Goldberg a lot of money to to just lose. I think, and I think he'd take it. I don't think Goldberg's bothered. I legitimately don't think Goldberg's. I think Goldberg is all about the money. <clears throat> I think he had the reign he wanted when he beat Brock Lesnar. I think he's yeah. had his final story. Yeah. I think he clearly wanted to beat Dolph Ziggler because he didn't want his last match with WWE to be that Undertaker farce. Yep. And now they've given an opportunity, face the fiend. All you've got to do is do a spear and a jackhammer, and then he's going to choke you out. Go out on your back. Don't bring your son to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> For lots of reasons other than just this match. Yeah. We can't guarantee you're going home, Goldberg. I'll be honest with you. 
and that will see off the get home show. Yeah, no, no, I, I, like every part of me is like the right thing to do and the absolute thing you need to do is make the fiend look red yeah. hot, batter Goldberg, and then do it. There's just a little part of me that's going, yeah, but they gave Goldberg the title like two, three years ago. I don't think it's, I, I, I think it's, it's like nervous. a nervous. It is a little bit. I wouldn't be... The stupid thing is, I think you could actually build Goldberg versus Reigns really, really well. I don't want it to be at the expense of The Fiend. No, I agree. And I, I also think the worst thing The Fiend does, as stupid as it sound, is wrestle. Because his, ma- his wrestling matches... His wrestling matches, you watch him and you're just like, this is not as exciting as the prospect of him wrestling. His actual matches are usually fairly dull. Once he's done his, once he's done his entrance, oh, you're like, hey, well, this is... You know, the Daniel Bryan strap match, I just watched Daniel Bryan get whipped for about 10 minutes. And then it was, it was, it was, if I wanted to watch that, I wouldn't watch wrestling. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was, just look at this thing going, it's, the Fiend can never live up to what, to to the expectation. Now, the Fiend's entrance at WrestleMania is going to be brilliant. Yeah. Versus Roman Reigns should be half decent. But I just think they're going to try and paint Roman Reigns as the hero. Roman Reigns is going to be the one to beat the Fiend. I think that's clear. I, I'm, I'm already predicting that, that if they go against each other, Roman Reigns is winning it. He's got to be. And then, where do you, where's the Fiend go from there? Unless they just turn the Fiend really dark. They've always got that in the locker. They've always got in the locker. Turn the Fiend really dark, sinister character. like, And then, and then have him have like a sort of personal meltdown and... Is the fiend taking over Bray Wyatt kind of thing? And you know, there's stuff, there's stuff that can be done there. Turn yeah. him into a very scary character and make Roman Reigns the the person that kind of pulls him back, goes over, yeah, and goes over, goes over on him and stuff. I don't know. There is ways around it, but you, but you're right. But please, God, let's not have let's not have Goldberg win the not win the title at Saudi Arabia. Like that is so desperate. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, so there we go. That's our predictions. Can you believe that the match we spoke about the most was the uh, six-man gauntlet <laughs> match? Well, gauntlet match. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, Mantor yeah wins right. When your right. Mantor wins that, you'll uh, you'll thank us. Well, one prediction I was going to have at the end, but I think we've kind of already covered where we think it's going to happen. My one, my one prediction at the end was going to be who do you think Mansour's facing? Because he's either in that gauntlet match or he's facing what Cesaro again. You have a Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn, Nakamura, Cesaro. Um, oh no, Sami Zayn won't go, will he? So um, you have a, I don't know, Cesaro, Smami. Um, looking for right, looking uh, for revenge from last time. Yeah, and Mansoor comes out and beats him. Oh, God, I not. <laughs> There's worse things on their card. There's, there are there are worse announced matches on this card than that. <laughs> and that says it all, mate. That, that does say it all. Um, right, there's a chance for you to get involved, as always. The form will be attached to the um, description below the podcast. Also, it will be on Twitter and Facebook. Just find Wrestle Predict Cast and enter your predictions to go up against us. Um, also, uh, you'll have your chance to have your say by uh, getting in touch on Twitter and Facebook. It doesn't just have to be predictions. You can just let us know what you think and where you think it's going to go and what you think about our excellent fantasy booking with The Undertaker coming out to destroy AJ Styles at the Gauntlet match. Which wouldn't be a bad shout. We'll have that. Yes, so somewhere between The Undertaker and Mansoor is the answer. <laughs> There's your spectrum right there between the two. And then we will see you guys in a matter of probably like next weekend for Elimination Chamber. 
Because is, is there like a two-week gap? I don't think it's even that long, is it? I think it's, it's next weekend is... So this weekend is Showdown, and then... Thursday the 29th Showdown. 29th is um, Revolution, the AEW one. And then yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure it's the week out. I think it's like the 6th of March is an Elimination Chamber. Okay, so you've got a couple, you've got a couple of weeks of that, oh, and then we'll do the predictions. We'd have to do it next weekend, mate. All right, well, there we go then. So, yeah, great. More, more talking to you about wrestling. Brilliant. So, uh, get involved. Let us know, and we will uh, see you in two two weeks' time or something. One week's time. Have a good one. Bye. Uh...